Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 192. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. Via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. This text was read from the New King James Version. We definitely see that when someone has something important to say, they would call to your attention and may say a word to cause you to pause to give the speaker your attention. In this text we read, the Lord called to Israel and said, Hear! In Hebrew, it means Shema. So the Lord calls out to Israel saying, Hear, O Israel! It can be interpreted as saying, Listen, my people! This means stop what you are doing, give an air, because what I have to say is important, God was implying. His singular message is to call on Israel to love him. We will continue this discussion in the devotional. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on God's law. Of love. He reminds Israel to always love him. There will be benefits. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on kings, 
their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the First Assembly of God Church in Salt Pond, Long Island, Bahamas. The pastor is Pastor Craig Fox. The First Assembly of God Church meets for services on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. and for midweek Bible study on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. To contact the First Assembly of God Church, you can call 1-242-338-0074 or write to email address agsaltpond at outlook.com. Please make plans to attend this week. Pastor Craig and his team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 192. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, the Lord directed me to pray for the White House, to pray for the government, to pray for the United States and the Gentile nations. And when we get to the second segment that deals with Israel, he has directed me to pray for Israel. And please continue to listen because we do have devotional, a very interesting discussion coming up in our devotional. So please join with me as we pray for the U.S. government and the Gentile nations as well. Our Father who art in heaven, you are the sovereign God. You are the creator of the earth and you know all things. You see everything. You know right now we are above ground, but you know those who are in submarines. You know those who are in the subways and in the metros, in the underground of trains elsewhere in all parts of the earth. You know those who are in airplanes. You know everything all at the same time. And so you're not taken aback by anything that happens. No event is a surprise to you because you see everything ahead of time. It is you who have said in your word that the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked above all things who can know it. And yet you are the one who have told us to pray for those in leadership to pray for all men everywhere. Paul, writing to the churches at different times, urged that the church should pray for those in governing authority. So today we pray for those who are in government here in the United States. 
the president, the vice president, their aides, their advisors, their heads of department, their cabinet. Lord, you know them and you know their thoughts. You know what is driving their agenda. And we petition you, Father, for them to repent and call on your great name so that they will fulfill the works of God, the will of God, and not the plans of Satan. Because Satan has one end game from the beginning to the end. His is the same, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Therefore, we pray for these in government here in the United States, that they would love life, they would come into a relationship with you, and choose you, choose life, choose to honor you, choose to establish your lordship over their work so that you will bless this land and have mercy on it. We pray for the Gentile nations in all the countries around the world, every country, whether it's in Asia, in Africa, in Latin America, in the Caribbean, whether it's in South America or Europe or any other place I may have missed, we pray for the heads of these countries. We pray for their cabinet. We pray for their political supporters. We pray for the church in these countries that you would have mercy, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, for the globe. And we present the nations before you. And we ask you to intervene in the affairs of men. Even as the world powers meet in Glasgow today, they've been having multiple meetings for the last few days. Lord, save us. Let their agenda line up with your word and with truth. So let truth come to them. Truth could only come to them through you. Therefore, we pray for the leaders, O oh God, that truth would be a part of their experience and their projections and their agenda and their um, plans for the future. O oh Lord God, deliver them and lead them not into temptation so that this world would not collapse under the weight of lies, under the weight of deceptions, under the weight of phony or corrupt. Um, speculations of the future but we pray that truth will prevail honesty will be upheld the fear of God would be normalized because it says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom this we ask today for mercy for our leaders all around the world in Jesus' name, so that you will bless their policies, you will bless their, their lands, because they put you first. They acknowledge that you alone are God. Until this is done, the nations will be in a with the states will be in conflict, internally and externally, until the nation's leaders come to the place of acknowledging you alone are God. You have no rival and you have no equal. In the name of Jesus we pray.
We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel, CFI, that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces, IDF, the Holocaust survivors, and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders, Sharon and Ray Saunders, continue to do their work despite the current pandemic. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and for the work of their organization. To learn more about CFI, you can visit their website, cfijerusalem.org. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, the King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, just as we prayed for the Gentile nations, including the United States in segment one, the Lord has instructed me first to pray for Israel. In doing so, I'll read the scripture text from the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 45 from verses 18 to 19, it says, For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret, in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, Seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. And in verses 22 to 24, the Lord continues, Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is no other. I have sworn by myself. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and shall not return, that to me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall take an oath. He shall say, Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come, and all shall be ashamed, who are incensed against him. In the Lord all the descendants of Israel shall be justified and shall glory. Lord, we have been studying kings and their accountability to you. We've looked at Israeli kings in the context of governing Israelis, and we've looked at 
Gentile kings in context of their relationship to the state or the group of people known as Israel. And we have seen that you have defended your people. You have kept your word and you have upheld your name. You have shown forth your great glory. You did it in the past and you are well able to do it today as well as tomorrow. Therefore, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we ask you to remember your covenant toward Israel. Keep her, bless her, lead her, save her leaders, guide their steps and their decisions, those in the Knesset, the prime minister, the prime minister designate who is the foreign minister, and all the cabinet members and others and the people of Israel. We pray, O oh God, that you would give the leadership direction and help. Protect them from their enemies, those who stridently pursue ways and opportunities to destroy your country, your people. We know that the enemy will not prevail, and we know that one day Jesus Christ will come and take up his throne in Jerusalem. Because that is what the scripture says, and it shall come to pass. Therefore, we bless you for honoring your word toward the state of Israel, the people of Israel, for generations. And the secret in their existence is that they have taught their children the word of God. From generation to generation. In teaching their children, they have continued the existence of themselves as a nation-state of people who are distinct from all the other people groups in the world. Help them to continue to teach their children your word and help us to do like them. Teach our children the word of God so that they will continue to follow the true and living God. We pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. You're listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the e-book version of the book, Devotional, for today's Women of Faith in the Bible. Users of ebooks can access the book via Amazon, Apple iBook, Nook, Kobo, and off other platforms at the affordable price of $9.99. Please access your e-copy today as well as the hardcover version of the same book via Amazon.com. Finally, in segment 3, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. Concerning the White House, we prayed for the government of the United States and all the Gentile nations internationally. We prayed for the state of Israel and her people. Welcome to our devotional. 
all week we'll be looking at the series on kings their accountability to god on monday we will focus on god's law of love he reminds israel to always love him there will be benefits on wednesday it will be the prophets who used their positions to lie to god's people heaped trouble on themselves likewise on friday the lord wills our special guest speaker will share with us on believers kings and priests unto god the code of honoring others property let's begin our devotional with the scripture text then one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together perceiving that he had answered them well asked him which is the first commandment of all jesus answered him the first of all the commandments is hear o israel the lord our god the lord is one and you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength this is the first commandment and the second like it is this you shall love your neighbor as yourself there is no other commandment greater than these this text is from the book of mark chapter 12 verses 28 to 30. this week we'll be looking at the heavenly king and discerning what pleases him the lord does not leave us without guidelines he puts us on notice on what is first and totally important to him let's read an additional text before going deeply into the discussion and now israel what does the lord your god require of you but to fear the lord your god to walk in all his ways and to love him to serve the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and to keep the commandments of the lord and his statutes which i command you today for your good indeed heaven and the highest heavens belong to the lord your god also the earth with all that is in it the lord delighted only in your fathers to love them and he chose their descendants after them you above all peoples as it is this day the source of this text is deuteronomy chapter 10 verses 12 to 15 jesus was asked a question by a scribe scribes were scholars in their own right they knew the word here is the irony in the book of john a new testament book the author introduces jesus in this way in the beginning was the word and the word was with god 
and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is from the book of John chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. You get the irony? The scribe asks Jesus a question, and Jesus answers the question knowing the word. Now, the scribe did not know Jesus as the word of God because he only learned the text itself. But Jesus is standing before him as the author of the text. He is the text. And therefore, he could have only answered rightly according to the word that he intended for it to be and for it to mean. So, given the fact that Jesus is the word, the one who spoke the word means that he knows the word. So he tells the scribe what he didn't expect to hear. Jesus quotes the Shema in the book of Deuteronomy. The word instructs us to love God. That's another irony. The word instructs us to love God. Jesus is instructing us to love God. The scripture requires that we love God in multiple ways so as to stress that we are to love him solely. It is written this way, with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. What does it mean to love God, the great King of Israel, with our all. From our Western culture, we perceive that we love in our hearts and probably do not even think of loving in soul, mind and strength. However, in the Bible, the Lord is saying that the ability to love in multiple ways and in multiple places within us does exist. So given that's the case, God instructs us all, not only Israel, but those who want to have a relationship with him, that we will need to do so by loving him in all of the areas in our lives. I would like to invite you to let us read this additional text. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. For if you carefully keep all these commandments, which I command you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to hold fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations from before you, and you will dispossess greater and mightier nations than yourself. This text is taken in two portions from Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 1, and then verses 22 and 23. 
I believe that the Lord took the opportunity to repeat his command for us to love him multiple times because humans forget quickly. So God made it a point to repeat himself. Love him with your all. Love him with your all, Israel, including all those who would like to be associated with God. We must love him and obey his charge, his judgments, his commandments, and his statutes. One big point to be made is this, that if and when Israel loves the Lord, it would be easy for them to hate idolatry. In the past weeks, we looked at kings in ancient times, and often idols played a role in the downfall of other nations and even Israel in the divided northern kingdom. Subsequently, the southern kingdom also fell because their leaders had a rendezvous with idols. So in closing, the scriptures eloquently speak. The word of God, Jesus Christ himself, tells us to love God and to love him, the Lord, as well. There is one more text I'd like to read before we close. Here it is. As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. This text is from John chapter 15, verses 9 and 10. There is no argument to be made against God's command to love him. This is not an Old Testament paradigm limited to Israel. No. It includes us in the New Testament. Loving God requires no argument, but total obedience. If not, you do not serve God. There are benefits to our obedience. He will look out for us. He will protect us. He will keep us. He will lead us. He will comfort us. He will be a father to us. It is only after loving God with total commitment it is possible for us to love our neighbors as ourselves. If there is someone who hates others and also hates himself, that person needs to turn to God and love him. Love never fails. Please let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, you are generous with love, glory, grace, mercy, patience, kindness, all these fruits. You represent these things. You have deposited in us humans the ability to love. And not just love, but to love you with everything, everything, our heart, soul, mind, strength, everything that is within us. In so doing, we would hate sin, we would hate idols, 
We would not submit to idols. We would not compromise by taking your glory and presenting them to idols and thus taking on the spirit of the idols in us. We will not compromise the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, open our eyes, open our understanding, and teach us to love you today. Teach us to honor your word. We repent of not loving you and not loving you with everything. We pray that you would help us. Your word today is teaching us that we need to love you. You are the great king. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. We embrace your word today. We put away all arguments and we turn and give our hearts to you, our mind, our soul, our strength, our inner being in honoring you, our faith, our hope, our aspirations, our dreams, everything we present to you. And we know you will take good care of us because according to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, it says, you know the plans you have for us, plans to prosper, not to harm us, plans to give us hope and the future. That's a key benefit that we have there. And so Lord, receive our love today and be glorified. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 192. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Pod Beans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Okuch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.